Bro, that was out yesterday, dog. Was a Beyonce concert? Oh. You was just standing in a parking lot? <laughs> no, I went out to uh, Green Street. I met Warner and Jameer. They came out to that went to the concert. Did you see any decent fits or no? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> well, the women had some like sparkly joints on. Uh, you know, I mean, they gonna look good regardless. But no, that's not. I mean, well, I, that's not who I was asking about. I've been seeing some like garbage fits, all silver, shiny, yeah, and reflective, like tinsel. Yeah, I'm seeing they killed the mute challenge though. Salute to them. They muted up, <laughs> and then Meg came out. So Meg came out. Treat. Oh, mm-hmm. damn. Yeah, people was mad because she canceled man. her. <laughs> not, not that man. <laughs> Why you do that, bro? <laughs> so wrong with him. He's sticking a line. He's sticking a head for real. <laughs> like he, the way he looked so sassy at the end. Yeah. I was like, bro, you didn't have to do all that. <laughs> he, he really didn't. <laughs> That nigga Drake just doing whatever, bro. Them, yeah. The multicolor hair clips. He just he just living, bro. I guess let's get into it though, man. Yeah. Uh, yo, 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 welcome to the Brazy Bunch podcast. And um, it's your boy Moose Massino, man. This is episode two nineteen. Hey, we keep moving along, man. Two nineteen is a crazy number. Um, but hey, man, we here. We got my nigga C's in the building. Yo, yo, yo! Shout out to everybody who ever had to. Uh, Participate in show your baby picture on the screen at work day. Mm. That shit, it really be a joke when you like the only black person. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you had to guess? Yeah, they like made it into a game where you had to like up- upload your, your baby picture. I, I, of course, didn't partake, but it got weird when like the, uh, I don't know, I guess the, the more Asian co workers. <laughs> Of the three, they had to be like, oh, who is it? <laughs> I was like, y'all are trending in dangerous waters. Is that Shay Sean? <laughs> we started wrong early, man. And, and the thing was, they would put other co-workers' names like you had to guess. So I know the person who had to put it together felt kind of nervous. I feel like that's it always is, a bad man. idea. Like it on, is. Just bringing any type of family type stuff into the workplace. <laughs> Leave that at home, man. Nobody's trying to guess your baby pics and stuff. Yeah. Uh, we got money to get done in the building, man. Yes, sir. It's your boy Donny, man. Um, I'm really hoping for like fall weather to get here, man. Like that early fall. It, it's, it's been kind of steaming. Um, I needed to calm down, so I get my layers up. What's the weather looking like, man? I think it's like 80 degrees. Actually, I ain't gonna lie. It's, it's been perfect. It's like mid 70s. It's not really breezy. I you see, you, you could put on a hoodie and not be, really be hot, but if you gotta like walk around a bit, you might get a little steamy. Yeah, but yeah, no, nah, it's like it. perfect. See, that's look, what I love. Like when you can put on a hoodie and shorts and you can just walk around. That's yeah, that's, 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 a, right that's a great combo. Don't almost got some uh, got some drip on demand. <laughs> Wait for the temperature. Yeah, no, bro, G, I need I need it, man. They talking about what eighty tomorrow? That's crazy. Niggas yeah. like I can't wait to fuck them up. And yeah, September, man. man. How niggas been doing though, man? How, how niggas living? That's uh, pretty man. Fuck uh, uh, I don't know, bro. I'm just over God these damn. uh 
I'm over these corporations, but that's, you know, that's, a, that's, a, that's a topic for another day, man. Just just trying to push through and make it through, but it's 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 been all right. Yeah, man, yeah, we almost said a holiday. Yeah, I'm, I'm already uh, at that point of counting toward whatever holiday is next. What's next? Thanksgiving? Nah. Veterans Day? Labor Day? Oh. Veterans Day? Veteran. It's going oh. in November, ain't it? Yeah, what, no, what's Columbus yeah, Day? Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Columbus Day? Isn't Columbus Day in October? Do you even get Columbus Day off? I don't get Columbus nah. Day. I get a rolling day for that, though. So I'll take this. Actually, yeah, but hey, man, we're here. Um, besides work, everybody good? Everybody living straight? What y'all do this weekend? I'm surviving. Um, I ain't do nothing. I rested for real. I still got smoke with USPS. They really playing in my face, but oh, let's get to them. Let's get to them. Oh, really, I'm almost here, bro. It's, man, it's, gonna, I, it's, it's, it's gonna get bad out here. I'm gonna say that they really keep playing. I don't have time for this. They really just uh, it'd be so frustrating because the people on the phone when you call they just be so useless. That it, it just they don't you. care about their jobs. Like, yeah. I mean, think about how you are at work. You think they care about you finding some pictures? <laughs> like, Man, you don't get bro, the fuck out of here. But that's the part that's got me so heated. It's like I know you don't care, and you acting like you don't care now. I feel like I got to go slap somebody. <laughs> for yeah, but hopefully, man. Hopefully, they come in, man. Um, so I, I didn't do too much this weekend. I watched the games yesterday. Colorado got their back blown in. Um, it is what it is, though, man. I mean, niggas had to see that coming. Like, I don't think nobody I know that was sane thought that Colorado was going to win. Yeah, um, but I don't think I saw, like, that. That was just, it, that honestly just looked like like domination. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a closer game for sure. But I I knew they wasn't gonna win. Uh, I, I expected um, the Colorado offense to at least move the ball in some capacity. Bro, and it just seemed, ass, bro. Man, they saw some real talking about step up in the pocket to do her or stop holding the ball so long. I'm like, nigga, as soon as he snapped yeah, the fucking yeah. ball, niggas is back there. Yeah, yeah, I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. Ain't, that line was getting beaten, broken off. Oh man, Jesus Christ! He gonna have to go get some more Louis because <laughs> some more Louis. <laughs> so niggas say he needs some Carhartt luggage, man. <laughs> that Louis ain't fucking broken or shit. Oh no, that's. <laughs> that's one. Oh, that's facts. Where do you guys see them? Like, um, where do you see the record now for them at the end of the season? At the end, yeah. I still, I still got them winning six. And before everything happened, I had them winning about five or six. So mm-hmm. I still got them winning six. I think they can win three more games. Okay. Yeah, I think, uh, I think realistically, that's especially, especially based on their schedule. That's the best opportunity they have. I mean, they can beat Stanford. Probably, probably won't beat USC. No. Other they than can beat that, Arizona State. Yeah. And they can probably beat Arizona. But I don't know if that I don't know if they can beat Oregon State. I don't know about Washington State now. Not Washington about State. UCLA. They got that one nigga that's going crazy. Or Utah. Uh, that quarterback. I forgot Cam Ward, I think his name is. Yep. Cam Ward. Yeah, he's going crazy right now. So I Washington State. Mark that up as hell. I think I think honestly <laughs> the TCU game might have tricked us a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I hesitated to say that because I, you know, I thought that TCU was a little bit better. But I think TCU was just ass this year. 
Um, but that's not me saying that Colorado's ass. They just they trenches. It's just horrible. Both they D line and they uh, yeah. O line. It's just trash, bro. So they gonna they gonna get done up in a few games. USC, I think it's gonna be sneaky though, bro. Because USC don't play defense for shit. They just gotta play a little bit. That's that's yeah. the thing. They just gotta be able to play a little bit because they offense gonna score. Yeah, no, they gonna they gonna put numbers up, crazy. But I think Shadur and them, especially coming off this type of game, they'll have a little bit better of a game. I'm not saying they'll win, but I think they put up more than 21 points. So yeah. Shadur got to be ready for everybody to throw throw um, an Apple Watch in his face for the rest of the year. Oh, yeah, you started it. I mean, it is what it is. I, that I mean, that brought me to a point that I marked down. I was like, what's the because I mean, everybody that watched the game saw like the comments and. Uh, not not even just the in-game comments where the coach was saying like we are about substance and they playing for clicks and we playing for wins. Um, just the outside comments of like everybody was like, yeah, uh, Oregon is doing us a favor, humbling Dion in Colorado and all them. What's the fascination with humbling people? Like, what's what's around sport I don't know if it's just a sports thing or just a American thing or what but it feels like everybody want to see somebody get humble mm-hmm. yeah because people don't like to see people winning all the time you know everybody prefers to see the crash you know because everybody you know not everybody can be a winner so when mm-hmm. someone gets humbled it's it's it feels relatable it's like all right you know they going through things just like I go through things so I feel like that's always going to be something that people want to see over the triumphant story of just, you know, going out there and just catching all these W's, especially when you're throwing it in people's faces and, you you know, you're as braggadocious as uh, Colorado was the first three games. I also I think a lot of it has to go into how he did it. Um uh, it was pretty frowned upon across the board of this this mass overhaul of trying to get your roster correct by, you know, getting rid of your former players and, and digging completely into the transfer portal. Again, bringing his own Louis um, mm-hmm. almost as like so these first couple games seem like this process could work and it's like a quick fix. And I think now some of those other coaches or whoever fans, whatever are. are I guess somewhat excited to see that this process isn't as instant as I guess it was appearing to be and that mm-hmm. it does take time to really build and curate your roster and develop these players. And you can't just be swapping them in and out every other year just and think that's going to get it done. Yeah. And although that that's true, I, I do agree with that. But as far as the swapping, I think you can swap them in and out. Now, Colorado, they was just started on the negative 30. So yeah. the the people they swapped in and out, yeah, they got better, but they, I mean, you competing with Oregon, who's had a, a history of uh, being semi good, like, and that's the thing. I was like, all right, Oregon, y'all need to chill out. Talking about the Flash and like y'all got a, a million jerseys, but never won a national championship. <laughs> like y'all all about Flash, bro. <laughs> so y'all need to chill out a little bit. But no, I, I get what you're saying, and um, yeah. I, I definitely agree. And I think if you rational and if you if you take the the whole Flash out of it, you take the whole like narrative around Colorado out of it. Like you see, it's gonna take time, and I think Prime knows that, but he can't tell his kids that. 
He can't be like, oh, yeah, we, we might be garbage this year, but maybe next year. He has to be like, yo, we have a chance to win every game. Yeah, absolutely. That's so, the only way you're going to keep pushing. You know what you're saying? You got to give him that confidence, especially after uh, this last game. You know what I'm saying? They're going to need all that confidence to go against you to see after that. <laughs> That's total domination, bro. <laughs> I was like, damn, bro. But niggas kept fighting, man. Scored at the end. It is what it is. Um... But yeah, man. Um, I went to Sugar Room last night. Great place, man. Um, love it there. Had a good time. Uh, that's about it. Gonna watch these games today. One thing that I did want to say is I listened to that Maji Jordan and uh, Naomi Sharon song. Nigga, it's solid. They got one, bro. Mm. Naomi Sharon on that sounding like Sade, bro. Stop. Mm. That Stop. Ass. Do they got a that video? Ass. Uh, it's like a visualizer, so it's I guess semi video, like but they just sing it in the in the camera because you know I looked for that first. Oh, thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> respect, respect. <laughs> the last I, I got an email, I got an OVO email for the, like the clothing line that she was like in the face of the collection or whatever it was a couple weeks ago, and I was like, damn, look what Drake did. <laughs> I know he's getting somebody a real single him. though, bro. Nasty <laughs> man behavior. Yeah. Imagine being her ex. You gotta see this shit. <laughs> Dog. Hey, man. That's Very a game. Nasty, man. Yeah, man. It's a nasty game out here, man. But um, I think that's it. Y'all got anything else y'all want to talk about if y'all did during the week? Nah. Before we get into these topics. Alright, man. Uh, where are we starting off with? Damn. Uh, what makes sense? It was the biggest joint this week. Mm. That Nikki shit was crazy. <laughs> What's Nikki doing? You you didn't see that shit she been doing? <laughs> I, I saw like people saying she's like cracked out, but I didn't see like what's what's, <laughs> what's going out. on. <laughs> like what's going on? Like she's doing Allegedly. some like weird things. Yeah. So, um, Nikki Nikki Minaj's husband was sentenced to 120 days and uh. On house arrest because of the threats he was sending offset that we talked about last week, him and his cronies. Um, so yeah, he was sentenced to 120 days. Of course, Nikki and Cardi been doing this back and forth shit like over and over again. Um, and then she said that she was gonna have a Queen Radio. And uh, anybody that's listened to Queen Radio before, you know that Nikki just gets on there. On her macho macho man Randy Savage shit, she's female and, funk flex. Yeah, <laughs> and then just send shots. And, did y'all listen to this one? No, the the Queen Radio. I don't, honestly, I don't think I've ever sat through a, a whole Queen Radio. I haven't before. either, but I, I watched Kai Sanat. He was watching it, and bro, when she was dropping them gunshots, and they, bro, they were scary as fuck, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she she was on there dropping gunshots, talking about. It's a difference between niggas that call niggas and niggas that call shots. And then oh. she just dropped, dropped hella gunshot. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It was crazy, bro. And then, like, she put video in the studio. She was in there with hella, like, niggas. It's just... I don't want to get sued, so I'm not going to say what I think it is. But y'all know what I'm thinking it is. Mm. Let, let me, I, I'm going to try to allude to it. Is it? Do you think it's like uh, medical grade? Yes. 
<laughs> yeah, but no, she yeah. And somebody asked. She was they were like um fuck what did they say? They said something like, Why do we assume that like her behavior no, no, they were like, uh, I think y'all giving drugs too much credit on how Nikki act. Like, if you knew her back in the day, like, we all grew up with Nikki, but we mm-hmm. gave her a pass because she was fine and she made great music. Mm-hmm. But she's always been acting like this. That's true. And she yes. has more money now. So it's like, it just and reinforces. Yeah, it just reinforces the craziness. So, I mean, yeah, we can't really be surprised. Uh, I feel like this is real wash behavior, though. Especially for someone who's uh, quote unquote a legend. You know, you would think they would be able to keep it together, but I, I guess the fame just makes you a little bit more crazy. We see, we see it, it with people. Is it only wash behavior because this is the same type of behavior we seen when she was younger, but she still continues to do it? Like at some point, you you would uh, hope and assume that <clears throat> she elevates who she is and how she acts. As she continues to get older with how she's going about things, but it just seems like she just keeps doing the same stuff over and over again. Yeah, I think we would have gave her a pass if her music was still hidden. Mm. Mm-hmm. Honestly, but her music isn't hidden. She seems like an old hater. Um, and hey, Barb's like, I'm not, co- I'm not coming for Nikki. Like, don't, I don't want to get that thing started. But I'm just stating the facts. And then after she married that sex pest, like oh. it was just like <laughs> niggas couldn't really be on her side anymore. Yeah. You know what's bad when people are saying Meek and Safari got away. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Safari getting away from anything is nuts. Because <laughs> 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 yeah, that's an insane nigga to be in a relationship. I can't even imagine. If when you go back and think about that, I can't believe Nikki was in a relationship with that clown ass nigga. But Honestly, now, if you, it makes sense now. <laughs> if you rewatch sense. the videos, there are moments when I don't think she can believe it either. Like that video of him like coming into the room, pop locking, and she's just like, she like what? Uh, what am I doing? <laughs> am I keeping it too real? <laughs> no, that's real shit, man. Um, I don't know. I just asked, where did it all go wrong? Because all she had to do was chill, and she's regarded as one of the goats, if not the goat, of women rap. She and really she, is an old hair. Yeah, she what forty two, forty three. Well, not not even even her. Well, not even in her age. I guess more so in her actions, because mm. it does really feel like she believes like I'm, like I'm the number one. It's like it's like the way grandparents can get with like grandkids. It's like you need to reach out to me. You need to pay respects to oh me because <laughs> damn, send a shot to the yeah. grandma. <laughs> Big mama get a shot. <laughs> I'm just saying though, it, it do be like that, and that's and that will throw off a dynamic, and that's kind of how she stands on it. Because she doesn't have to hate, but she just chooses to hate because she doesn't get like what smothered with appreciation from upcoming artists. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a tell all this time. Somebody on the timeline put. Um, that now he's looking at all these stories through the lens of like behind the music. You know how the behind the music always has that arc of you know your rise and then your fall. Mm-hmm. You got to look at it at Nikki in this lens now. Like it's just the fall, like that all artists have. Well, most artists have, where it's just like it's over. 
And, you know, of course, she's going to have her supporters that got her back and shit like that. And I'm not dissing Nikki or saying anything bad. I'm I'm hoping for the best that she turns it around. But we've seen this time after time where artists is, is super big and then they not no more and they don't know how to handle it. Is this more of a result of social media than anything? Yeah, I mean, we all saw the social media behavior of her fan base. And if you have that type of control, I can understand why you would become somewhat delusional. Um, Also, I guess in the sense of I feel like before social media, like artists could fall off or fall back or kind of like go away kind of quietly. But now with social media and, and the importance that's put behind it to I guess keep your audience. Mm-hmm. It requires the wash artist or the artist who's looking crazy to continue to get in front of a camera and try to do something in order to, I guess, make money or be somebody. Yeah. yeah so, um, what's next? Like, I mean, I think I asked this before. Like, are we looking forward to this next Nicki album? I'm not in any way, shape, or form. But I know she got fans that's looking for it. Um, and even just casual fans, you know, hype for a Nicki album, but I'm good. I, so I if Nicki came to town for a concert, you wouldn't go? Hell no. no. F- unless I'm forced. <laughs> yeah, I'm <good>. And idea. <laughs> I hope I'm not. And honestly, I don't ever want to be forced to go to a Nicki Minaj concert. That's that, that's ridiculous. You don't think she got the hits to put on a good show, or you just like I don't, don't want to hear. You don't want to deal with the people to say. Yeah, 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 I don't want to be yeah, around that old. type. I don't want to be around that crowd. That's a that's I don't a scary hear crowd. Starships. Starships. <laughs> 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 hey, <laughs> hey man, that's a that's a white club classic, bro. It is. <laughs> or I do. Do you really want to be in a venue and have to hear Anaconda? Like it's just it's just certain Nicki songs mm. I don't want to have to be out in here. I ain't gonna lie, I be rapping sassy when I hear any conda, bro. That's how I know no, Nikki to go, bro, because Nikki will have you in the club like reciting lyrics and be like, I'm not supposed to rap this, bro. Yeah, you be, yeah, don't rap that. You <laughs> 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 still live in Detroit. Nah, man. Like, well, hold nah, up, man. <laughs> <laughs> you in the club talking about, whoa, 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 holiday. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just get you gotta get wet <laughs> no bro I'm like oh fuck man my bad my bad man I'm drinking too much <laughs> yeah man so I, like I said man Nikki Nikki the goat to me one of the, if, okay Nikki one of the goats to me mm-hmm. but I just the surrounding everything surrounding from her fan base to the way she acted now kind of is tarnishing that legacy but it may just be part of the arc that all celebrities go through, all artists go through. Where it's just you on the you on the downturn. So Yeah. Some yeah. people just handle a little bit more graceful than others. Uh speaking of artists, man, Usher, it was just announced that he's performing at the Super Bowl, man. How are we feeling about that, man? Uh honestly I'm not excited at all. What? Yeah. Usher? Nah, I'm 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 good on Usher, bro. I'm I'm kind of annoyed with this dude. I feel like he needs to take a break and like come back. I'm, I don't I don't want to see him perform. I'm sick of it. I'm kind of sick of all the love he's been getting. It's just it's, Damn. it's, it's annoying. It's annoying, and it's gonna be over the top too, bro. Because Usher is one of them artists, like especially the past two years, where 
people have just been dick riding them hard as hell. So when it comes to the Super Bowl, they're going to make it into the Usher Bowl. I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready for that, but it is what it is. Congrats. I, I guess I am excited from an entertain a halftime perspective. I, it's, he's going to come with some hits. And now yeah, it's just yeah. about like who could he potentially bring out? Um, that's always kind of like the fun part once they announce it. But I am kind of with Dono on the fact of I, I don't want this to turn into the Usher Bowl. I, I do. I do prefer when the Super Bowl has like a mid halftime show. So that way it's just like you can have downtime and like less people care. I don't know, man. I like it. And I like that it wasn't Taylor Swift first and foremost. Um, but I don't know. I sure, depending on what he's playing, like he gonna have that bitch rocking, bro. Yeah, like, but who, that, else could, who else can we get? Well, you. you I guess. Well, for us, the, the options may be limited on a full scale. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I saw a fake tweet or something like that talking about it's gonna be the in sync reunion and. What oh, yeah, if they no, got Destiny's Child, and I didn't want that either. No, I mean, again, I just I don't want it to turn into the Usher Bowl. When it, when it happened with Beyonce, when it happened with Bruno, when it happened with Rihanna, it just it fuck up the vibe. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Do we even need halftime performances for the Super Bowl? It's already an event. Why do we need a performance? Because I don't want to generalize here, but uh, one gender cares about the game for the most part. When one gender cares about like the theatrics of it. Oh, then you don't have to watch. Perfectly fine. <laughs> like, what, what, like, what are we doing? It's the Super Bowl. It's the biggest game of the year. We don't need any extra stuff. We don't need. If you don't want to watch it, you don't have to watch it. I, I do need people just they watching are. it for the performance. The fuck. Turn they are trying to entertain or keep entertainers and get sponsorship dollars. So it's it's a whole different other thing. But I mean, I guess it's better to. Have a good halftime show than have one that's just completely terrible. Yeah, it's a spectacle, bro. Like you gotta understand, like it's, it's probably the most watched event on TV. I think I know mm-hmm. in America, like if you look at like the most watched shows or anything during the past like fifteen twenty years, all of them are like Super Bowls. So I mean, you gotta have, you gotta be a big thing. So it is what it is. So shout out to Irish man. I know these niggas hating, but. I still fuck with you. <laughs> oh, the, the, the hate will wear off in a couple years, man. I'm just sick of it. I feel like it's you over. Sit down. Yeah. yeah. And you better not bring Kiki Palmer up there, bro. No. I'm, it's up for you, dog. For he could, he definitely bring a little John, right? I'll be fine with that. Yeah, doing yeah? Yeah, for sure. I'll be fine with that. Luda? What are you doing? Yeah, he doing yeah. He doing. What other songs can he do? My boo, bring Alicia Keys up there, <laughs> bro. If he <laughs> no, my yes, boo. no, he throwing off all the vibes. <laughs> Y'all don't want that. <laughs> he gotta do. He gotta do confessions. Oh yeah, yeah confessions, superstar. Yeah, oh superstar. <laughs> gotta do superstar. <laughs> what if he get into his freaky bag? <laughs> he do dot com and shit. What? Nigga <laughs> <laughs> start juking in the house. Hey. <laughs> Nigga's gonna be real thrown with here. Do 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 do. <laughs> Yo, hey, get in your freaky bag, Asher. Pause. Man. Uh, hey, man, is Jada is Jada uh, Pinkett a villain, bro? One thousand percent, bro. What's going on with her, bro? If I'm Will, like, we'll need to talk to some divorce lawyers, bro. <laughs> Let's talk about it. What it what it what happened? It was her birthday this week, right? Yeah, it's her birthday this week. Um, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday, one of them days. 
Um, Will gave her a shout out on IG. You know, nice little husband like shout out. Like you know, I love her. I don't know if one of y'all got it up or whatever, but uh, just a standard you know loving IG posts. Mm-hmm. Actually, let me find it. I want to read it off so I can get into the difference of these uh, <laughs> these posts. <laughs> Have y'all been found Kale's talk yet? Kells right no. nigga, and I hope to stay off Kells <laughs> So it's it's I I don't know how I stumbled upon Kells talk, but it's the most random shit ever on TikTok. <laughs> right, I found a I found a post. I want a uh, cookie. <laughs> oh, that's a classic. <laughs> oh, y'all crazy. I want a, I want a cookie. <laughs> y'all crazy, man. <laughs> that nigga said they ain't got no cookies, man. They got nothing. I want a cookie. It's honestly so many moments of kills that we looked over because his musical spies. Exactly. <laughs> Do you have your shots? Do you want to come to America? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I found a post. Um, he says, happy birthday, Mamita. Um, I've been to 28 of your birthday parties. Uh, I don't know if we're ever going to top the one that Rakim, Rakim performed at, but here's to a lifetime <laughs> of trying. <laughs> walking each other home. Pound sign, walking each other home. Nice post. Posted some throwback pictures of them, uh, them over the years. Very beautiful post, you know. Husband type shit. Jada. <laughs> Jada posted on her birthday. A video of her dancing with Tupac, singing "Parents Don't Understand," as if you know, was uh, made by Will Smith on her birthday. Bro, is this innocent or is this devious? Is this villain behavior? That's like some, that's like some Don DeMarco type shit. That's like some straight like ether. Like that's something I could see Drake doing if he was in an intense like uh, competition with somebody. Like this, at this point, I feel like it's okay for Will to be like, "Yo, that nigga is in the dirt. Do not bring him up. No, 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 no. no. Because this is multiple years, bro. Like, like, come on." It's over with. Stop doing this. Especially for the public, man. Like, I, I can only imagine the stuff that she's saying, like, in the house. You know what I'm saying? But for the public on your birthday, this is getting ridiculous. And if, if okay. I, I was Will, I would address it publicly, too. Um, her her caption for the video. Uh, I, I guess this has to do with her book also. Mm-hmm. Um, because the post that, that was up says, Chapter Advanced Degree. Um, her caption, she put, not in a million years, but I've dreamed that the Fresh Prince and I would become um, very acquainted. Uh, not in a million years that I imagined three lives, three fates would be so intertwined. And I never would have imagined that this video would become a tangible memory of the last time Pac and I were simply kids together. And then just Pac and I lip syncing Parents to Understand by Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Who would have thought Hey, bro. Come on now. I don't like that, bro. Like, I, oh, any other day, it's cool. And, it, and I struggle to say this because it's becoming a nuisance. I understand that's your friend. I understand whatever y'all had going on. But at a point, it got to stop. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just gone too far. And I may be looking too much into it, but I feel like a lot of people feel this way. Like, I'm giving you lovey-dovey-ass shout-outs on IG, and you posting 
you and another nigga dancing <laughs> to my song. Oh, to my song. <laughs> that's so devious shit. Oh, oh, man. No, that's not right, man. Yeah. So. I it's just, it's, it seems like it's just like, it's all, I don't know. I don't know if she really just cares that much about pocket, doesn't care that much about what everybody else says, which could be a thing, but it's just, it's one of those situations like, how do you not consider at this point what all this would do and all the, the, the noise and issues that it could arise? Yeah. I mean, because Willis spoke out about that, right? About like how it kind of makes him feel a little weird. Or am I tweaking? I feel like I've seen an article talking about that. About what? Or about Will's About how feeling? Will feels about like Jada's love for Pac. <sighs> Listen, I would. I I don't know how he handles it. Wasn't Willow like writing letters to to Pac and stuff? Like, <laughs> what the yeah, saying my mom really misses you. I, I'm stopping that in my household. I'm taking away all <laughs> writing materials, <laughs> all Ouija boards, Ouija boards, or whatever the fuck some shit's called, and no communicating with this nigga, bro. Bro, no, that's 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 way too far. We, we would just take a family trip to wherever he's buried and be like, "Hey, get all your emotions out right now, because this is not getting brought up ever again in the house. <laughs> get it out right now. If you got anything to say to this dude, do it now." Cause this is ridiculous, man. I don't even know how you carry on a marriage like that. But also, hey, maybe, maybe there's things that we don't know, and they're just not in that part of their relationship anymore. Maybe it's just a co-parenting thing at this point. Yeah, I mean, people have spec uh, speculated that. I mean, you got the August Alcina thing. You got speculation that Will was with a uh, white shorty from uh, Focus. Um, so. Well, in the more Will and Jada news, kinda uh, y'all see Leslie Jones said Chris Rock had to go to counseling with his daughters after the slap. Chris Rock got to stop these moves. <laughs> <laughs> you embarrassing me more. <laughs> Don't tell these stories, bro. Uh, okay, let me let, let me let me try to. I don't know. See see that side of it. Maybe his daughters were you know, negatively affected by seeing their dad get slapped in front of all those people. And it was like a big thing, you know what I'm saying? So everybody was probably bringing it up. So maybe he has to sit in on one of their sessions. Would I mean, would you be affected if you seen one of your parents get slapped up? Oh, in front of millions? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Would you would you be would you be affected if they got slapped or if they just got smacked up and like just froze up? Oh, I mean that that would make it worse. I think I think the fact it was in fr- and first of all it was in front of people at the Oscars and then that was televised. That that's just a whole different thing. Actually, damn. yeah. I, I guess but from a kid's perspective, they were probably at school getting yelled. Like kids were probably yelling, "Keep, keep my wife's name out of your mouth!" Getting yelled at. <laughs> Dogs, people's faces are still so hilarious. The way uh, Shorty was, what's Shorty's name from Black Panther? Oh yeah, um, uh, Angel Bassett. No, um, nah, um, 
Oh, Lapita? Yeah, Lapita Nuango. Yeah, Lapita Nuango. Uh, the way she was looking, she was so confused. Like, bro, is this a skit or not? <laughs> That's the best type of humor when you don't really know. You just, you just gotta wait and see. <laughs> Yo, nobody expect the wheel to pull that shit, bro. Uh, but yeah, man, I don't know if I'd be more affected. Like, I wouldn't look at my parent differently. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, you looking. <laughs> I, I was gonna ask, like, what's worse? If you saw it in person, like, like, say you, you saw your parents just get smacked on the street or some shit <laughs> by somebody yeah. randomly. I don't know because you wasn't expecting it. It wasn't. But the thing about the Chris Rock thing is he was expecting that, and he still stood there and got smacked up. He was. Chris was expecting it. Yeah, I don't think Chris was expecting to get slapped. That nigga was approaching it for like a minute, bro. But you know something is coming. But you gotta think, this is the Oscars, this is Will Smith. Like, you're not expecting this dude to walk up to you in front of all these people and smack the shit out of me. I'm thinking he's gonna yeah. I'm thinking you're gonna tickle also, me or some shit. If you, if you at the Oscars, you why are you getting up on this stage in the first place? When you weren't called up here. You gotta your 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 awareness has to be heightened at some point. But, but also that seems like something Will would do though. Will's an energetic yeah. dude, so I can see him getting on stage. Like I, I don't know, maybe he could like I don't know, do a uh, IG video, <laughs> some shit. <laughs> put me in, me and Chris. Put me in like a fake fool Nelson or something. I'll like something like that. But not smacking me for real, for real. They shamed Lil Mama for. Oh, she should be. I nigga got slapped silly, bro. I know we hear that term a lot, but I've never seen somebody get slapped silly. That nigga got slapped silly, bro. Like that shit was crazy. And no, if I was his kid, like I had venge- vengeance in my heart, though. Oh hell yeah! No Willow Smith music anymore. <laughs> nah, bro. I'm, I got I got smoke for that nigga Will, bro. Just the two of us <laughs> Re- drill remakes or some shit. Well, I'm just dissing the fuck out of this nigga. Merge a pocket. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hit him up remakes and shit. Um, I know we, hey man. Niggas ought to start giving us our credit, man. As a pie, man, we broke that Remy Ma news. It finally came. It finally manifested this week, dog. Uh, she was seen on a battle rap episode. I feel like this is how uh, Brooklyn motherfuckers debuted a relationship on battle rap. Smack with matching fits. Yeah. Uh, for the people that don't know what I'm talking about, man, we speculated and alleged that. Uh, Remy Ma might have been doing some, doing some something other than hanging with uh, a battle rapper named Easy to Block Captain. Is that his name? <laughs> that is his name. I, I, <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> she came under fire this week while she was seen with him uh, during one of his battle raps, and they had matching uh, black and green fits on. And the dude that Easy to Block Captain was battling, he addressed the the cheating rumors and the rumors that Papoose had knocked Buddy out and shit like that. Uh, what what was y'all thoughts when y'all seen this shit? I don't I don't really know how to feel. Uh, it felt musty. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like a I, I casually watch battle rap from time to time. Um, mm. this was on uh, Remy's uh, platform. I think it's like Chrome Twenty Three. So this was actually a a good thing and a bad thing for because a lot of people are gonna go and, and and watch the fight since it's on her stuff. But I, I don't know what to believe, man. Clearly, I think that something's going on, but I don't know how serious it is because 
battle rap, you know, the, the point is to bring all that stuff, whether it's true or not, just to get a reaction. So I'm still waiting to see, but it, it seems like something funny is going on. And if it is true, Pat, hey, bro, I'm praying for you because this is just like the ultimate downfall. I think this is one of the first times where we want oh, this rumor to really be true, though. I mean, because I feel like for the people who aren't involved of it, involved in it, it's a win-win. Nah, like I so. they got kids. People don't care about Papoose like that. No, it's the golden child. <laughs> but I know people. People really don't. It's just it's so interesting because it's also from an aspect of everybody keeps saying Papoose held her down when she was in jail. I, we've we also haven't gotten this type of perspective of we all champion or support the dude who held the woman down when she was gone away and then he still get done dirty. Yeah, that's the fucked up part if this is true. Um he released the Mama Said Knock You Out freestyle this week. Um so if Who uh, did that? It kinda made me Yeah, he did. Papoose oh, released okay. the Mama Said Knock You Out. Papoose, you're gonna uh, make freestyle. me switch. <laughs> switch sides, uh, dog. Stop <laughs> playing. I told you no, that nobody cares about Papoose for real. Like he can't rap his way he can't rap his way out of this. Nobody still gonna wanna listen to it. Yeah, so uh, I don't know what to say, bro. Hopefully this ain't true. Like I said, they got kids. I don't, I don't want no happy home to be ruined like this. But it's looking fishy. They going out to dinner together. They, it's a video I saw that uh, he had to tell her like the it was cameras on him. Like it's some weird shit going on. Yeah, I just you can't lose your girl to easy the block captain. That's <laughs> you can. That's crazy, man. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. Yeah, we also got some. Uh, speaking of cheating, I know last week we reported that it may be been some cheating on the Jeezy and Jenny Mai uh, marriage, but they cleared it up this week. They said that that's not true. Uh, they, I guess, the breakup came when um, Jenny Mai moved her mother and her brother into the crib, and they just had different views of what like family is and how they wanted to approach family going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, it brought up the question on the timeline. It was just like Black Americans don't seem to be as generation. They called it generational as other races. Um, where you know, like I'll point to like Asian culture, where Asian cultures a lot of them make sure that they move like their parents in the house and the grandparents in the house to take care of them. They said that Black people don't appear to be that same way. What's <laughs> your thoughts on that? Okay, all right. I don't. I, I'm not gonna entertain that bullshit. I feel like a lot of black people still live with their parents and still keep their parents around. I just feel like if if I don't, I don't think it's an ideal situation. I mean, I, I could understand it from the perspective of if if your parents need care, a hundred percent. But if 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 my parents are able to make a living and have their own home and take care of themselves. Why would I want to move them in to my place? I think that also kind of goes falls into the point of, I guess, the difference between kind of that generational point. Because, I mean, I guess it is like you were saying, it is more common in the Asian cultures for them to bring their parents into the household at some point or to be an expectation. I do think that in this, uh, I don't want to say the stigma or the stereotype around the black cultures has been 
in some areas or some capacities, like once you're hit a certain age, you're supposed to go out and do things on your own. Mm-hmm. That's something that had has or had been ingrained and drilled in for quite some time. So it's almost as if depending on situation, they feel like you have to get out there on your own, maybe earlier than you wanted to, or you felt like a push, you would feel less willing to, um, I guess, invite your parents back into your home at some point later in life as well. But I also do know in like some of those Asian cultures as well, maybe even like the, the Latino cultures, it's you, the people as individuals stay at home longer as well before they leave. Like, it's not really like going out to get your own apartments and things like that. It's like you stay at home, I guess, until maybe you have a family or you're prepared to have a family. No, that's a good point. And I was going to bring up that exact point that the, <clears throat> the push out at 18 and our culture, it, I'm not saying it's just our culture, but uh, uh, I know from like a lot of people around me that that's always been the goal. Like when you going to get out, when you going to, you know, get a job or when you going to start doing this and this and this. I think when you have that type of thing, it it uh, unintentionally or intentionally places in your head like you're supposed to live on your own. And when we get older, we have that same view. Like, hey, now I'm grown. I, I got my own thing going on. Like, hopefully, like, my parents don't have to live with me and stuff like that. I'm not saying that's how I feel. But I'm saying that it, that could be an unintended consequences of pushing your child out um, out the door. But yeah. I don't know. It's just maybe it's just, it's just a thought. I, okay. I, I, I see what you guys are saying. So you th- but also the donor's point, it, it it isn't ideal to have to bring more people into your house at some point. I, I mean, I guess, especially if that's not your culture and it's not what you're used to, the thought of saying, hey, I'm about to bring these two other people in the house. It's not just like for him, it's not even like a, a money and a food perspective, because that's also a different type of beast. If you know you now have to pay for more people to eat the food, but it's just like a like a. I don't know. You have to move around the space differently. Nobody really wants that. Yeah, because I've seen it both ways. Like, I've seen, like, my household, we didn't really grow up with my grandparents. My grandparents, you know, in different places. And then I've had, you know, like, when I lived in Sauk Village, my grandma's house had, like, everybody in there. My aunt lived there. My uncle lived there. My cousins all lived there. Like, so we had that house. And then as my grandparents got older before they passed, they live with my mom, so like I've seen it all sides, and I, you know, I don't think it's a a, a positive or a negative on either any situation. I just think you do what you need to do. So, would you say it's more of a generational thing than a race thing? Because, like, that was the same thing for me. Like, from on both sides of my family, like at my grandparents' house, there was always one of my uncles or one of my aunts living there. And they just mm-hmm. stayed there and, and kept the house for as long as they did. It, it may be just in this generation, maybe as as millennials, maybe we felt that we had to move out. But I feel like I know a lot of families where it was that structure. Like you, you always had somebody that was staying at home. Yeah, but I guess it also depends on are you staying out of need or are you staying out of want? Like those are two different. I guess opportunities to kind of stay because I, I know I guess I think it's at least in some of these other cultures where you even if you could you have the accessibility to leave you kind of don't 
I, I got randomly saw a TikTok about it. Like it was, it was. I don't know. She might have been Mexican or something like that. Just talking about their their culture and their experience and like her staying at home, but like wanting to take trips, but like feeling weird about taking trips because like. I guess her parents or something feel like it's that money that could be contributed back into the household. So again, it's like you have the flexibility, but it's like, you're still not taking it is also a different type of thing. Yeah. Well, I, but I feel you, Jeezy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ain't going to be moving. Your, like, you, we're going to have to have a discussion about this first. You definitely ain't moving your brother in my house. Yeah. That's dead. Nah, yeah. Your mom's. I understand. All right. It is what it is. Oh, uh, but also it's <laughs> gonna be some rules and regulations up in there, so we gonna have to have a conversation. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I I've seen this uh video. I, I've seen a lot lately of this these coaches like cursing out players and shit. Have y'all seen those videos? Did y'all see the new one? Nah, this was uh, what level was this? It's high school. Oh, I, I, I saw this uh, white guy going off. Yeah, huh. yeah. That, I think that's the same video I'm talking okay. about. He's like, uh, like, I whoop your pussy ass yeah, and shit yeah, like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I saw yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. What do y'all think about cur- coaches cur- cursing at players? Because, I mean, we've all had it happen to us. And most of us chalk it up as, like, that's just culture. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. But do you feel like that should not happen? Because I mean, let me let me frame the question better. Do you feel like it should never happen, or that it's allowable in some sense, just as long as it doesn't cross the line? I think it's allowable in some sense, as as long as you don't cross the line. Mm-hmm. Honestly, in the video that y'all are talking about, I didn't even think he was wrong. To be honest, I, based off of very, <laughs> based off of. I would put it like this. Based off of the other players' reactions and the other people in the room, their reactions to what he was saying and how he was saying it, it kind of let me know that they knew that whoever he was yelling at actually did something wrong. And maybe they had gone too far. Uh, he's, I mean, you t- you saying to a kid, you got me fucked up, pussy-ass bitch, is just a little while. It depends on what he did. <laughs> nah, man, you can't I, say that I, to I no child. No, some, sometimes, and I'm, it, it could again. It, it, it all situations vary, but if he's like a repeat offender and maybe was doing some things that were just you would say I, that I, to a kid, bro. I, I wouldn't. I'm, I'm not saying I would, but I can see from a coaching perspective if a kid fucks up enough and bad enough and does so in a way where you. Like there is no, I guess you almost have to press them. I have seen that happen quite a few times, and I guess maybe I think it's normal. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I, I was I wasn't really feeling that video, but I, I do gotta remember kids are some trash ass humans though too, man. So I can see how you can get pushed to a limit where you just going off like yo. All right. Sometimes you really do have to press them. Yeah, like enough is enough, man. Let me let me really just start talking to you for real, so you understand. What's going on? I don't know. I think it's just certain shit you shouldn't say to kids, man. But you and, also uh, know it's it's different when kids, especially young young men, will try to uh, assert dominance or oppress an older male mm-hmm. as at whatever whatever point. And 
if that was something like you did to a father or that's your father figure in some sense, even a coach is that in, in the father figure sense. If you feel like they feel like you went too far, they're going to like allow you that opportunity, but you're going to have to really meet them. There. <laughs> so, I, I got an example. Say, say like a 16 year old boy, like pushed you and it was, it was like, Hey pussy boy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out my face, pussy nigga. What you finna say to him? Uh, I'm hemming him up, oh, first of all. And I'm like, hey, nigga. Hey, bro. Get your fucking hands off me, bro. Who do you think you is, bro? But I got the audio. I'm gonna bring the audio before we finish this conversation. This is a new feature, so let's try it out. I got the audio for it. So fuck the lights of fucking shambles. There you go. There's a fuck now. You got me fucked up. Do something. Get the fuck up and do something. I'll blow your motherfucking life to fucking shambles. You got me fucked up. Shut the door, bro. Pussy ass bitch. Real motherfucking talk. You want to be a gangster? Let's do some gangster shit. Let's go. Get up. Let's go. I'm going to blow your shit out so motherfucking bad, you pussy bitch. You can't say this again. You a pussy bitch. You a pussy bitch. You a pussy bitch. You my bitch. Go call your mom and tell her that. Come on. Get up. Get the fuck up out right all right, all right, we're gonna stop all right. it. Right, right. I feel like I was getting felonious right yeah, there. Yeah, that was a that was a little too far, man. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! I, but I'm not gonna lie. Here in the back, I still wasn't really that mad. <laughs> nah, bro, the ending was a little making you my bitch. Is, is, all right, bro. Nah, nah, but also, I, I guess it also depends on like the neighborhood. Because I, I, I hear, I'm assuming if he said you want to be gangster. They maybe caught this kid doing some shit in the streets he shouldn't be doing, and that's sometimes when you gotta you know, put belt to ass. You think calling me a pussy bitch gonna stop me from being in the streets? That's gonna make me get more in the streets. Oh, you think I'm pussy? Huh? All right, but he said, "I want to blow your legs out to shampoo or some shit." What's he was pissed. I need to know what this kid did, bro. <laughs> nah, real shit. But honestly, if you saw the video, the way that those kids around him were reacting, it lets me know a lot. Yeah, they was just like, oh, well, he kind of deserved this. Yeah. But it could just be the culture. Like, we talk by that culture that that's how cultures talk. I mean, we watch first... Uh, what is it called? Uh, Last Chance You, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. And the, the, both of them cultures was talking like that. Yeah, they was talking crazy. Uh, but do you think it's... It's going to sound sick, but I I think it genuinely does come from a place of care, though. And that's why I think it hits a little different. I don't think this is like somebody who just wants to call a kid a pussy bitch. This is maybe some parenting with frustration, with tough love, all kind of mixed in one. I think, but it goes back to, it's like whooping. Or whooping your kid or beating your kid. It's just like, they'll say that's out of love too, but I mean, it's not the right method to show or to correct behavior. Well, well, I think it's kind of hard, especially with like teenagers. Everybody needs a little bit something different. Mm -hmm. You can't, you can't, it's not like a a one dose medicine and it's going to fix everything. Like everybody's going to need a little something different. So there may be Mm -hmm. a kid you can kind of pull to the side and talk to and have like a regular conversation. And there's going to be a kid where you got to put hands on a fucking bitch. Yeah. You got to, you got to bust their legs up or something. (laughs) What what are you saying? (laughs) 
bunch of samples. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that, I, I agree. Like some is kids react to different things, and you know, if, if if this was a repeated offense, it's like all right, I exhausted all other options. It's time for me to get real with you. If this, this yeah. was honestly just an episode of Scare Straight. Yeah, no, it, yeah, towards the end, it was definitely that. That was scared straight for real. <laughs> Yo, ass to sleep. You got me fucked up. You didn't say that. I wasn't here. Huh? Malachi, Malachi, Malachi. Huh? All right. <laughs> See, they start snitching. They start yeah. snitching. They was nervous. They knew he fucked up. Yeah. All right, man. But yeah. Um, what else is happening out here? Uh. Tim's denied the future pregnancy rumors. Mm. Um, How she do it? She said something like "y'all are crazy" or some shit. Hold on, it's, she tweeted uh, something. Nah, she gonna have to put up an IG video with some Casamigos or something. Mm. Just Casamigos. Um. Yeah, that that's something. That's a crazy thing to put on somebody a future pregnancy. Yeah, that you, you got especially deny- Tim's. That's kind of wild. Yeah, you got to deny that immediately. You can't let that. Yeah, run. I did yeah. see this. Yeah, they said you got to come out with a video instantly doing something. <laughs> yeah, she said. In conclusion, you people are all mad. So, notice she meant it in a different way. Like y'all mad because I got pregnant in my future. I'm gonna tell you right now, if if future pulled that off, Go. he's unstoppable. Truly, <laughs> like she's in her prime right now. <laughs> she shouldn't even have time for this. But hey, man, they in different countries too. That's 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 hard to do. Hey, his seed is international, bro. Um, it, I I don't know how this happened, but I guess it was like a jet flying over. I think South Carolina was. And the pilot somehow ejected himself from the jet and it kept flying like the pilot kept. I mean, the plane kept flying and they were looking for the plane. Like they released a statement saying, hey, uh, don't be alarmed, but it's an unmanned plane flying around uh, in the skies of South Carolina. Um, And we're in the process of tracking it down now. Bro, you know how fucking scared I would have been if I lived in South Carolina? (laughs) I don't know. Weren't they asking people like, yo, have you seen it? <laughs> Let us know. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> how am I supposed to know? Like, oh, that, that shit looks unmanned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, police, this, I just, this is nuts, just seen a plane in there. Is this, this the one y'all looking for? <laughs> just for a quick second. Yeah, luckily it felt like in a field or some shit. Like, I'm like, bro, you know how much money these planes and jets cost? Y'all don't have GPS tracking on this thing? <laughs> It just I don't understand that shit, bro. Yeah, we if we ever have to go to war on our turf, it's over. <laughs> dead, bro. It's a wrap for us. That's we gotta keep the Oppenheimers on deck. Okay, oh man. <laughs> um what else do we got? Anybody watch the Kurt Franklin doc? Yeah. I watched it. It was yeah, crazy. I, I, yeah, I seen you you posted it and it was fucked up. Give us a uh a breakdown of it. Yeah. Um, all right, so the, the Kurt Franklin doc, Kurt Franklin is putting out a new album, and he was recording, having you know, doing documentary style for the process, and in doing so, somebody he knew had passed, and somebody who was like, I don't know, he works with or something, went to the funeral and heard a man say that he used to date his mother. Kurt Franklin apparently grew up in a small town and outside of Fort Worth or something like that, and 
but he wasn't raised by his mother. He was raised by some like old woman who adopted him, mm-hmm. but he still had like had a relationship with his mother, kind of. Um, long story short, the guy does the DNA test. It comes back like ninety nine point nine nine five percent. He's the father. He's his dad. He takes it to his mom. Like this test says, he's my dad. Like what's up? She's like, I don't accept this. This can't be right. Um, he does another test. It's like ninety nine point nine 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 percent. He's the father, and she's still like, nah, can't be. This is gonna affect our relationship. And he's like, yeah. And it was, it, I don't want to say it was funny, but he was getting upset at his mom. But then at the end, he reconnected with his son, who I guess if you don't, if you do remember him and his son have had a, a rough relationship. They finally reconnected after two years of not talking. And, and it was just a whole lot of crying and sadness going on. And Kurt Franklin probably won't talk to his mom again. Damn. Yeah, I saw that part. And. I think he's well within his rights not to. Mm. Um. Okay. Do Do you feel like what? How do you feel about if she? Do we need to consider the aspect of maybe she doesn't actually remember? That's fine, and I'm I'm not I'm not talking about like her like not connecting them earlier. If she didn't remember, or she did really just didn't want to bother with that. It's unfair to the child. I, I don't like when people do that because it's unfair to the child. It's robbing them of a relationship that could be beneficial in their life, that could be fruitful in their life. But that's on her. But for her to sit there when they got the results, act like it was a lie, and to continue to like act like it was some type of delusional ass fact or something like that, that's when I'm like, all right, like now you pissing me off. <laughs> well, I guess that's kind of what I mean. What if see, let's. Again, I don't know if she is lying, if she isn't. But what if, what if I guess there was some mm, assault, I guess that came with it, mm-hmm. and that's why she's doesn't remember or says she can't remember. I mean, that's the time to to state that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because now you just now when I bring this to you and say, hey, why? Um, did you know this or why did you never tell me this if you say hey uh, something happened in the past you if you don't want to get into details you don't have to but just say something happened in the past i don't want to be associated with that man um we leave it at that you my mom like i'm trusting you and they at least had a relationship throughout his life so i'm trusting you over this man i met 20 minutes ago Mm -hmm. but it just seemed like she just wanted to deny it just to deny it. She gave no reason. She was like, no, those that's not real. That DNA test can't be real. And shit like that. I'm like, this, run another test. All right, cool. They ran another test. It's the same thing. Like, what are we doing here? Like, this is my dad. So I have to have a reason why I was never told this. If you knew, if you knew this, for sure, I'm going to be more pissed about it. Uh, versus if you didn't know and you were kind of it's kind of up in the air then I'm well, gonna give you a pass you just didn't know well and apparently I guess earlier there was a man he met who he thought was his father who had I guess who had passed as well um so he I guess was kind of also coming from a place where like he thought I guess the guy he thought was his dad he'd buried but yeah uh, uh, it was very it was kind of unfortunate to see I, I I really couldn't tell if she just didn't want to accept it or if she didn't know or <clears throat> it was something she was trying to forget, but 
Yes, that kind of sucked. If people don't understand how how I wouldn't say devastating, but how hard it is not to have a parent. Like you 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 feel lost. You feel like your identity. You don't have like 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 think about how much stuff you equate in yourself to how your parents are and like how your family is. If you are missing an entire side of that. If you're missing those experiences with that person, if you're missing the experience with that person's family, that you could feel lost. So you feel like you don't know who you are. And for you, if that person, if my mom knows that person and just chose not to tell me just because she didn't want to, I feel like she robbing me of something. She robbed me of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying that I would feel upset with her. Yeah. So. That's true. Um... We still got Tanache and Chris Brown issues. What's happening now? Um, apparently, Tanache had an interview um, where they kind of asked her about some of her collaborations. Um, if I'm not mistaken, she expressed some regret with uh, working with R. Kelly and said she, at the moment, didn't feel like that song that she had with Chris made sense to do because it was a pop song and it wasn't R&B. Mm. And I, Chris Brown kind of felt some type of way about seeing that comment and said, name, what did he say? Name five songs or die. Yeah, name five songs tonight or die. And then he said, everybody did. <laughs> That's disrespectful, man. Yeah, I think he just got mad seeing his name next to R. Kelly. He saw the headline and saw his name next to R. Kelly and was like, all right, well, look, I did some fucked up shit, but I'm not R. Kelly. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> what, y'all, what y'all got going on? Yeah, I feel... <laughs> but you know, Chris, he, he definitely took it personal. Yeah. <laughs> but like, she didn't say nothing wrong, though. Like, no, she did I feel like she kept it but cool. But it's easy for him to shit on her because it's the mouth shit. Yeah. And then you got uh, what's that nigga's name? Uh, Jordan Lucas randomly the fucking Chris Brown bodyguard. <laughs> yeah, something wrong with him, man. Talking about he's stepping to anybody that's challenging Chris. Like, like, nigga, calm down. What the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. Like, when this nigga become a Chris Brown super fan? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see nothing wrong with what she said, man. Chris, Chris, gotta relax. You, you, you got to calm down a little bit, man. Yeah. I saw a video uh, this week, uh, like a teacher. You know how like teachers be making like little random quirky things to relate to students and shit? You know, like little songs incorporating rap lyrics and stuff. Uh, the teacher had like her students. She was reading off like little educational stuff. And then at the end of each sentence, the kids would be like, ski. Mm-hmm. Do y'all feel like kids don't need to be saying that type of stuff or if it's appropriate to make like try to relate to the kids uh, can I start off by saying I hate all those videos I hate all those videos I hate all those <laughs> teachers that do that you're like you're corny I, I hate this generation bro I hate like don't I don't want my kids uh, screaming ski yee to you just for your TikTok views bro get that bullshit out of here um, uh, uh, class, if you see me and you trying to see what's up, <laughs> I hate that. Uh, it's, it's just annoying. I don't think it's anything. I don't, I don't think it's gonna hurt them in the long run or anything. Or it's, it's it's something negative. I just don't like to see it. And if I do happen to see that shit, 
I am pulling up to the, the parent-teacher conference on bullshit. And I will announce, I will show this video to every uh, parent that needs to see it so you don't ever do this shit ever again. Because I, I ain't vibing with that, man. Did any of our teachers ever do some shit like that? Like, try to relate to us? Put on some Nelly or some shit? <laughs> Damn, in high school. I don't know if I can say her name, but... <laughs> one of one of our high school teachers let us uh, play any type of music we wanted in the classroom. Mm. That got problematic quick. I might be not. <laughs> You're not supposed to be playing Dedication 2 and Pretty Ricky in there. <laughs> 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 we, we was blasting that joint. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, I understand you trying to be cool and relatable to kids, but I think a line has to be drawn somewhere, um, especially the age of the kids matters. Yeah. Like, I don't want my six-year-olds singing ski. Yeah. Like, what What if you, What if some parents purposely do not want their kids knowing about that type of music? And now now they're... And, and kids, they, they got technology, like, out the womb. So, <laughs> so if, if my teacher's mm-hmm. telling me about ski I'm going to look it up. <laughs> I'm going to pull it up mm-hmm. on YouTube. I'm going to watch the video. And now what? Can't control this motherfucker. <laughs> Then auto play on, and then the next song is Pound Town. Oh my god! So, good re- now you to introduce my right. kids to Pound Town by the fall. Oh, now, now Supriyana getting introduced on the next one. <laughs> right. I'm like, what the hell is going on yeah. here? Damn, you ruining everything. They end up at Hellcast SRT. Oh my god! Now, now, now they trying to weigh themselves. Oh. I got to get the scale with my little Libra. Oh. <laughs> They're confused as hell. My little Libra. <laughs> Yo, Dirk is a sicko. <laughs> What's wrong with him? Nah, they was on his ass for that line, man. I'm like, hey, man. You, after you've been rapping for so long, you gotta start just saying whatever, bro. Uh, coming to the kitchen. Show my watch, my mom. I'm like, hey, hold on. Who teaching you this? <laughs> Who teaching you this shit? Don't you ever play with me again. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Um, hey, man, what's going on in these football games, bro? I don't know if it's... I mean, it's always been happening, like, at sporting events and shit, like fights. But I feel like it's so easy not to fight at a sporting event. I think Why, it's easier like, to fight. Do you think so? hundred percent. It's the alcohol. You get a you get people drunk and and fandom is something that is it needs to be studied because uh, I, I guess people to some extent they the people will say fan what don't they say fan is short for fanatic mm-hmm. and once you get a lot of drunk people with that same like cheerful energy together you are kind of asking for some like hands and to be thrown. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I almost slapped a few niggas for some Justin Fields takes and shit. So I can see, I can see how that happens. Um, no, I, I'm just saying that because I, you know, somebody got killed in uh, the Patriots game the other day, mm-hmm. and I'm like, God damn, it should never go to that. Get to that point, bro. I think that's that's just more. That honestly, that's just more fighting in general. Like you never really know. Fighting is one of those weird things that, like, it, it seems very simple because, like, as kids, it's like you can just fight and, like, go about your day. But as you get older, all it takes is to get hit once strangely and you fall a certain way and now you now you just convulse yeah. it. Yeah. Niggas be getting washed at sporting events, bro. Couldn't be me, dog. 
You got me on video getting watched. I'm moving out of the country, man. I don't honestly. I don't even want to be around a fight at a sporting event because that's when everybody starts spilling over and falling down. And next, you know, you you wet off a beer or people falling on you. Nah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Stop the fights, bro. I came here to watch a good game, man. Chill with my niggas. If I got them there and fucking have a good time. Y'all fucking killing people and beating niggas to popes. Like, what, what, what are y'all doing, bro? Like, I don't know, bro. Uh, I was watching a video uh, the other day. Uh, a little clip. I wasn't watching it, really, but it came across my timeline. Uh, t- uh, Toya, I guess she got a reality show with her and her husband and Regine and stuff. Uh, Toya is Lil Wayne's uh, mother of his kid. Um, she has a reality show with her husband, and, and they were at dinner, and she was upset that he didn't have his ring on. And, you know, they had a little argument about that. What do y'all feel about wedding rings? Do y'all, y'all feel like y'all gonna have one? Uh, I Why feel like it's not a... <laughs> Why is it a thing? I, I guess you just gotta show that you can't be chosen. Oh, okay. Yeah, that I mean that's pretty much what I'm asking. I was like, do I have to wear it just to show that like other people that I won't cheat on my wife? Cuz why don't I just not cheat on my wife? I, I mean, I I do think it's just like a visibility thing. I don't know. I mean, cuz as a person who doesn't wear jewelry for real at all, the thought yeah, of just now pimp. suddenly <laughs> the, the thought of suddenly just having to rock a ring, it's like it's I just like uh, I don't know if I want to do that cuz again, that's just from that perspective. But I think it really is just to show I don't know that you that you shouldn't be running around. Yeah, so yeah, people who I, see you out can keep eyes on you, like, oh, that nigga cheating. <laughs> Look at the ring right there, bro. <laughs> no, that, that's the thing. Like, I don't wear rings at all. Like, I, I don't even like the swag of a ring. But the thought that I have to wear this when I get married is nuts. Yeah, yeah. It's especially difficult if it's not something that you naturally do yourself. But I feel like you 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 gonna hit a certain point where you just get in your ring swag. Okay, don't put that on me. <laughs> uh, earlier this this week, it looked like uh, I don't know who it was that interviewed the CEO of Ford or a CEO of Adidas, but he came out and made a statement that he said um, Kanye West didn't mean his anti-Semitic comments, and he isn't a bad person. As we know, this is kind of, I guess, more so on the heels of uh, Adidas had to cut ties with them, um, had to cut ties with Yeezy. They didn't release any of his product for quite some time. They call it cost him the stoppage of the Yeezy line cost them four hundred forty million in their first quarter sales this year. So it's knowing probably they recouped that quite a bit when they decided to re-release everything. Okay, so they made five hundred sixty million um, when they opted to sell again back in May. It seems like they could be potentially trying to leverage some future working together. Mm-hmm. But I would just say it, it was kind of strange just to come out and say I don't think he meant it. Which I mean, I guess is a fair opinion. But when you are bigger than yourself, it's going to have ramifications on your company. But I don't know what y'all thought about. Do you feel like? I guess you you agree with him or um I mean I just see the bigger picture in this I I understand like why they have to uh make that stance like and pretty much be like I don't think he you know 
really meant what he was saying. Regardless if he meant what he was saying or not, like, I think at a certain point you had to save Kanye from himself. And I think just letting him run free and just say whatever he wanted to say was reckless. Especially as a, a head of a global company. That's like, uh, what is it called? Adidas? Adidas. Yeah. Adidas. Um, so, I don't know what the next step is because if you lose Kanye, like, Kanye is largely ingrained. And that's the dangers of making somebody like Kanye such a big part of your company. Because once that is gone, like, a lot of Adidas business is gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think they I don't know if they would actually mind about working with him in the future. I think if they could, they would. But it was just it seemed like a risky statement. <laughs> yeah, especially when you're the current. Uh, he's a CEO, right? They yeah. made it. Yeah, you can't, you can't be saying stuff like that. But hey, he made them a lot of money. But they can't work with him ever again. It's just, it's, it's, it's not gonna work. Yeah, the crazy thing is, I haven't seen Ye put that shit on like in the last maybe a year or two. Because the shit he's wearing over in Italy or wherever he's at is crazy. <laughs> that ninja shit. <laughs> yeah, bro, he's wearing like flip bedazzled flip flops and shit. I'm like, bro, what? Did you just go over there and forget how to dress, bro? <laughs> <laughs> like, that shit has been nuts, bro. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for the music, though, man. Drop that music, yeah. yeah I'm re- supposedly some new music coming out. Uh, We're going to see what happens with that. Um, I'm glad he kind of went over there and got... I don't even know if he's together, but he went over there. <laughs> leave it yeah, I can't, leave it I can't say I he's together, man. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to see. Yeah, man. Um, Andre Iguodala says there should be like two levels of the Hall of Fame. Um, he was on JJ... Uh, old Man in the I, Three. Yeah, Old Man in the Three. And he was talking to JJ Reddick, uh, saying that, like, yes, he was good. Like, speaking of himself, he was like, yeah, I was good. And, you know, I played well enough that maybe get a Hall of Fame consideration. But people like LeBron and Kobe and Mike should be in another level of Hall of Fame. Like, it's no way I could do what they did. I mean, Dion said the same thing uh, recently, too. Like, there should be different levels of the Hall of Fame. Do y'all feel like it should be? two levels like one for like super greats and one for you know you great but you just you you got a uh a d minus oh oh see yeah i I wouldn't be mad at the different levels within it oh when you said andre Iguodala, i was thinking like he's like all right we we should open up the hall of fame for like more busters that that's the first thought Mm -hmm. that came in my head but if it's not (laughs) but if it's not that I'm, i'm not mad at that I feel like it would be like some added stuff. Like this is, like this is a platinum status Hall of Famer, and this is the gold status. I I, I wouldn't be mad at ranking it like that. It, isn't that just what like the the hundred and seventy five teams are? Yeah, I think that works for basketball. But also, those are flawed too because they be trying to keep those white, those old like George Mike Hell and, yeah. Uh, fucking <laughs> like all them old white niggas in there and they don't deserve to be in there I'm sorry like I'm sorry if that's racist but like <laughs> new black sounds players crazy. deserve to be over <laughs> like fucking Bob Cousy and George Mikan and shit bro 
I'm sorry. No, I, I agree. I think um, after a certain amount of years, your status should be reevaluated. You get kicked out of all the <laughs> like, Hey, I'm sorry. These young kids is being your records to smithereens, bro. <laughs> you done fell This off. nigga really wasn't that nice, dog. <laughs> it also is different because the NBA Hall of Fame does seem easier to get into than the NFL Hall of Fame. Yeah. 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 Just, to, some, to some degree. To get in the NFL Hall of Fame, you definitely got to do a political campaign. Right? I seen yeah. Ryan Clark campaigning on the behalf of Fred Taylor. The other day, I was like, "Yeah, damn, you got a damn near bag to get in the NFL Hall of Fame." Damn, should they? I think AB getting in. Uh, Antonio Brown. Mm. Yeah, hell no. Nah. That's that's crazy because you look at the numbers, bro. They're gonna make it rough. They're gonna make it hard for him. It, I mean, it, uh, it was hard for To to get in. True, that's true. true. Uh, yeah, To do got great. Actually, not think about it. I think he's gonna get in eventually. I'm, I'm looking at it. Yeah, got, it's going to be a long time, maybe 10, 20 years. Because I'm looking at his stats. His stats are not that, well, his accolades are not that different from T.O.'s. No, he like I said, he's one of the greatest receivers of all time when it comes to stats. And you can only be on, like, the docket or whatever it is, the billing for voting for so long, too. That's also, I think, something that is hurtful. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's like, dog, can we trust this nigga to give a Hall of Fame speech? Oh, man, <laughs> you know what no. I'm saying? <laughs> CT, catch the energy. Oh, y'all. This whole uh, Hall of Fame bus is him doing to put that shit on. <laughs> y'all, they had the fingers in here. <laughs> he throwing gummy dicks into the crowd. <laughs> Antonio Brown, a wild nigga, bro. He might not make it just because they'll say he disrespected the game, the way he ran off the field. Yeah. I wish he did, didn't do that because I, I fuck with Antonio Brown, one of my favorite players. But he just he went outside. Though. Oh yeah, man! If 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 uh, if To made it, Antonio Brown better make it, bro. Yeah. Uh, they released the a statement. Well, not a statement, but they came out this week. The NFTs are worth nothing, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> what, what did y'all think about that? That's unfortunate, man. All my fucking uh top shots. <laughs> <laughs> Value that really zero. Yeah, I did. I got a. I had a couple of them joints. I haven't looked on there in a minute. <laughs> no, <laughs> that website probably shot down. But hey, it is what yeah. it is. I ain't gonna lie. This this brought me some joy. Damn, oh, tomorrow, bro, I lost some money. I, <laughs> see, the thing is, man, money, the, the, <laughs> the, the, the thing with NFTs is that, that for for some reason to me they never made sense. It was like you own a picture, but it's a digital picture, and somehow it's worth like this endless amount of money. I was like, isn't that just kind of like a, a picture on Google? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I couldn't understand how it made sense. It's a, for it to now be worth this lets me know, like, I wasn't really tripping. It just kind of was like a goofy fad for a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Sadness that you lost money, but. Yeah, this is this is one of those things that, like, I just went with the money. I'm like, damn, niggas making money off this. <laughs> I don't want to miss out. <laughs> And hey, it is what it is, man. But yeah, because you getting a, a Tyrese Halliburton <laughs> NFT, it's like rookie card from the Kings. I'm like, how how is this worth bread? I'm trying to, I'm trying to log in now to see all my shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they probably removed all my joints, man. I gave you a dumbass taxes. <laughs> I owe them now. <laughs> 
man. Yeah, I, I, during the time, it, I thought it was just the age. You know, it was like a digital age, and it made sense. But, I mean, looking back, like, we could all be like, yeah, it's no, like, you can, you couldn't see any value in it. Like, the only value to it was the one that we gave it. Mm-hmm. So, but, I mean, if you look at cash, it's the same way, though. Mm-hmm. Like, dollars, the, like, it's a piece of paper that they print off whenever they want to. We give it the value that it has. Mm-hmm. So it may, I mean, in that sense, it makes sense, but I guess uh, digital the thing stuff is just harder because it's art. Like with actual physical art, like you can display that in your home and it add value. Like where are you supposed to put? Where are you supposed to display your NFT? Man, the, that's where the metaverse mm-hmm. was supposed to come in. I don't know what happened to that either because people were displaying their Man. NFTs in their in their virtual homes and. That didn't make sense. Hey, <laughs> it was a thing, man. Niggas moving next to Snoop Dogg. It was a big yeah. thing. <laughs> I don't remember this. Like, hey, Snoop Dogg bought some land over here in the metaverse and the property value rose. I was like, how the fuck the property value raised in the metaverse? <laughs> the property value. <laughs> it got crazy, bro. Bro, I just started lying like Luda. Y'all heard Luda just moved down the street in the metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> you start scamming like DJ <laughs> Ew, nah, that shit. And then people started getting sexually assaulted in the metaverse, oh, and I'm like, all right, yeah. this is just getting too nuts, yeah. bro. <laughs> just log out. <laughs> we oh. all have to log out of X, so. Yeah, man, I see. I'm not paying I'm, I'm for out. that. Hell no. Like, I, I put up with a lot of Elon shit on Twitter because I, that's just how I get my news. But if. He makes people pay. I am not paying for Twitter, what, bro. What are they charging for? for just to use it? I think it's... They didn't, yeah, yes. to try to help get rid of bots, I, I saw. That's an excuse he's using, but he, he just fucked up with all the advertising, so he has to find a way to make money now. So. Just to use it is ridiculous, bro. Come on, man. Yeah. He, I'll be on another... Threads? And I, I know Threads was a fluke, but, hey, if he makes you pay for Twitter... I will be on Threads or find some other way to get my name. Damn, I was about to say that. Have y'all been on Threads? Uh, Hell no. Oh, shit. So, so it, I have. I have one. I never really. I never use it. Yeah, I see them on IG. Like they integrated it on IG now, so I see some of them. On IG, oh yeah, but people post. That's about it. But yeah, if he if he does that, that's I think that's the final straw for me. Like I'm not paying for Twitter. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, Elon doing some wild shit. Um, I saw Shannon Sharp was on uh, Stephen A. Smith show, and they were talking about like his exit from uh, Undisputed, mm-hmm. and you know they brought up some clips. You know the infamous one when um, Skip is coming at Shannon and told him like put his glasses back on and shit. They discussed that, and Shannon was like, "Hey, it took everything in my body not to put my hands on him, and we weren't ever really friends. Like, I came in and we didn't speak. I didn't know their relationship was like that. I thought they were more friends than I guess that they were. Did y'all see that interview? How did that make y'all feel? I felt the exact same way. I thought that they had more of um, some type of relationship outside of the show." 
But from, I guess, what Shannon was saying, they didn't even, like, they talked during the segments, and that was it. (laughs) They didn't say nothing to each other outside of any of that. I guess that's not surprising with the type of person Skip is, but it also kind of shows, damn, how they could have that type of chemistry debating like they did and rarely speak. You know, it was was Mm kind of weird. I, I, I saw some of the clips. I think it kind of makes sense, though, that they weren't close, so they didn't speak that often. I feel like with for a show where you have to give and you're supposed to be giving countering opinions, there's really no reason, I guess, to kind of talk to your co-hosts outside of that because you don't want to, like, I don't know, give them what you're going to say or tip your hand, whatever it is. So from an entertainment perspective, I get it. Yeah, to a certain extent, I think that works. But for them, I think, I mean, they have pre-production meetings and they kind of need to be on the same accord so they know what points to, you know, pivot off of or to speak on. Um, And I think having chemistry with your co-host just in general helps the show. If you look at great shows... Um, Gilly and Wallow they have great chemistry because they're cousins they grew up around each other Brazy Bunch Podcast we've known each other for 15 plus years great chemistry uh, Breakfast Club like no matter who you name they have great chemistry because they just hang around each other all the time mm-hmm. so they know each other they know what to like what how to piggyback off certain things or how to come in at a certain time and shit like that I think that's necessary for a, a good show i don't know how they did it but yes it it was like damn i didn't know it was like that um but i don't know i felt like Stephen a was being messed no i I was gonna say i know we talked about this maybe it was last week if if he's feeling himself i I like to change my answer he is feeling himself (laughs) (laughs) that was a nasty interview bro (laughs) when you're just sitting there like all right January fourth, two thousand two thousand twenty two. This is what this was Skip said you wasn't shit. Let's play the clip real quick. I'm like, no, is this a are we just gonna bash Skip's head in for the whole interview? That that was some nasty yeah. work. I don't like that. Like no matter uh, I know Skip was violating, but if you if you left and y'all on good terms or a good like thing, just leave that where it is. Don't get away and then now you got all this shit to say. I understand he was asked about it, so I'm not really yeah. blaming Shannon. I just think it shouldn't be like we shouldn't take that angle with it. And, and I feel like Shannon wasn't even trying to like he wasn't even trying to bring it there for real. It was, it was like Stephen A was nah. trying to push it out of him. He was like, I, I remember I told you. Remember what I said? It's over after that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn. Does it sound like Stephen A been lurking in the shadows like <laughs> like a Sith Lord for the past two years just waiting for this? Yeah, he sounds like a Sith Lord. Uh, yeah, man. Um Yeah, that, that that was crazy. Um they it was reported that the the writer strike is coming to an end. Um they are in negotiations now. How do y'all feel about that, man? I mean, we need we need some TV back. So that's good. I mean, as long as they get what they Man. need, I guess that's the biggest thing. It's not really about even the TV, bro. I thought it wouldn't be as bad because you know I got this shit to watch. But the way these shows are ending, the way Top Boy ended, 
the way winning time ended, I, was, I, was, I want to slap somebody. <laughs> I was going to say it. They ruined I don't think that has to do with the writing strike, though, right? I think it does. I, I think winning time for sure. That I was, thought that was more views. You don't end the show three episodes early. Oh. Because think about it. The first season was 10 episodes. Second mm. season was seven episodes and ended with a Celtics championship. And winning time was a show that needed... Because views definitely had uh, an impact on it, but they needed promotion. And when mm-hmm. no one can promote the show, HBO is going to be like, all right, get it out of here, man. Because I didn't even know when Winning Time dropped originally. That shit was like damn near a secret if you wasn't like on social media or anything like that. HBO didn't yeah. like promote it in any type of way. They didn't put it between like before sh- shows and stuff like that. So I feel like that kind of ruined it. And it was a great show, and it just went to shit. Yeah, same same thing with Top Boy. Like, Top Boy ended three episodes early. I think it had, what, six episodes? Four episodes early then. And episode, the finale was rushed. It was trash. Top Boy had one of the worst finales I've ever seen for a great show. Damn. So, think, I mean, get, get these niggas back, man. I've been missing my talk shows, my night shows, man, Colbert, Daily Show, all that shit, man. I need that back. Shout out to the writers. Uh, what? Uh, I skipped. I was going to tie this into the the Shannon thing. It's got kind of the same feel, but um, y'all know Trayvon Diggs tore his ACL this week, um, which is unfortunate for the Cowboys. I mean, it seems like it's always something with the Cowboys. Um, but Bart Scott <laughs> said, like, he made a little, I wouldn't even call it a dig. He was like, yeah, it just seems like it, something like, like you said, something like this always happened to the Cowboys. And then RC and uh, Stephen A kind of was like, ah, I ain't going to say all that, or I'm not going to joke about that now. I think they did him a, more of a disservice than anybody else, because now everybody on social media, like Stefan Diggs, reached out and said, you a clown, bro. Uh, and not, you know, Michael Parsons and everybody was on Bart Scott's head thinking that he was joking about Trayvon Diggs' injury. Do y'all feel like, I don't know if y'all saw the clip, but do y'all feel like Bart Scott was joking? Mm, I, I think it seemed to be maybe more of his delivery mm-hmm. um, and how he said it, I guess more so than what he said. I think it it didn't sound like it was coming from a place of maybe sympathy, which I think would have been appropriate and made sense. He just kind of seemed like, ah, see, this is why they can't get it done, which would rub anybody kind of the wrong way, because especially like a former athlete like Ryan Clark, where injuries, he's kind of more familiar with injuries and the impact that they have on the game and on teams. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see the clip, so I don't even. I, I, I wouldn't even know, but it seemed like what he said wasn't that serious. No, it, to me it wasn't. I think that you know they they're a little sensitive right now. It is what it is. Uh, rest up, Trayvon, man. It's fucked up. He he gonna be alright. He got uh, what's his name? Joy. Oh yeah, he is going with a uh, Joy. Chase. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he, he. <laughs> that's crazy how niggas think like you have a traumatic injury because you got a no, 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 yeah, you stay, bro. Oh, 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 she gonna be popping that leg up? Oh man, no, yeah. We know, he, we, we know how. Hurt every day, B. 
Oh, okay. So yeah, apparently um, Lizzo caught it's nothing crazy. Lizzo caught some few more harassment claims. One, this one was coming from a fashion designer um, who says she made outfits for her and her dancers, and that Lizzo kind of created an environment of bullying, sexual harassment, and hostility. She was at the Beyonce concert, so I think Lizzo is uncastable. She really is king. Wait, Beyonce brought her out? She... Uh, no, she was oh, just there. Okay. Where, where was she sitting? Or where was she placed? Did you use place, like, <laughs> intentionally? What you mean? I don't think you did. But I can see how that, <laughs> how that sounds weird. Because at first you said sitting, and then you're just like, no, where is she placed? And it well, felt like it was intentional. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm in place like I mean, I guess I was trying to get a gauge of like, did she buy her own tickets or was she uh, given like a entertainer, influencer kind of placement from like a view perspective? From what I said, it looked like she had the influencer package. Got it. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, I just saw a short clip, but I don't think Beyonce has an issue with her. I think she shouted her out after the whole incident where they felt like she left her name out or whatever I think she shouted her out the next concert so I think Lizzo uh, first like we think we said that I don't we didn't really think it was a big deal but this is I don't know just more I guess allegations well uh, some um, her name is Aisha Daniels a fashion diner um, Mm -hmm. who's apparently created the outfits uh, in her lawsuit she alleges that a woman named Amanda Normaru uh, the singer's wardrobe manager called the performers fat, useless, and dumb. Wow. So, I mean, and then she alleges that uh, a tour manager, um, there was widespread racial and sexual harassment. Uh, they were being mocked and objectified. So, I don't know. Wait, the Lizzo called the designer fat, lazy, and dumb? Yeah, or it was okay. either one of those—the tour manager, or the wardrobe manager. It just sounds like she was running a, a, a what they would say is a toxic work environment. Anyway, yeah, I had to have to see this stuff played out. Play out. I just know don't know what direction to take on this stuff. You, yeah. you, you think it could be a Jonathan Major situation? Kind of. I just think some of this shit is just niggas be mean sometimes, bro. Like everything don't have to be a legal, <laughs> legal thing. Like you just assholes sometimes. I don't know, man. If if Elon Musk was kind of mean to you, would you sue? Yeah. That's just this is opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you can't miss. You can't block your own blessings. Yeah. I, th- I, I think yeah, that sure. all of this is just about an opportunity to get some money. But yeah, maybe if yeah, because if you a better person, you don't have these problems. But uh, speaking of opportunities, apparently Chris Evans, this is really quick. Uh, he said he's planning to act less regularly. He said he would just like to smoke a joint, put on some music, and get into pottery. Apparently, in his, what he said in his GQ interview. I hate when niggas and nobody's checking for like come out with shit like this. What Chris Evans movie have I ever been like? Oh, I can't wait to see that. You took you took a shield to the theater to see Captain America. <laughs> I mean, but that's it, bro. Like Captain America, outside of Captain America and that one little Apple uh, TV series, I don't check for no damn Chris Evans. Yeah, I was about to say, when has he ever acted regularly? <laughs> Like what? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, but I, I respect it, man. If you just want to smoke weed and get into pottery, man, do it. I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I, I, yeah, I'm with that. I, honestly, that's that's honestly the dream. 
he made his brand. He's like, I'm I'm now gonna work less, and I'm just gonna just smoke a joint, listen to some music, and do pottery. He's trying to be Seth Rogen. Yeah, this uh, Hollywood strike got niggas all fucked up. Yeah, they realizing, man, that shit wasn't fun. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Before we get into music, man, um, I know we kind of. Um, like well, I'll I'll speak for myself. I disregarded that Nas, and I still do. I don't think it was that good. Mm. But Wayne's verse on that "Never Die," mm. Nick. Mm-hmm. Did y'all hear? Mm-hmm. I ran. I played it once. Yeah, he he left Earth. He went crazy. I'm a if I can. I'm a preview this shit. <laughs> Listen to how this nigga Wayne snaps. Icons of Brooktown, we ain't gonna never die. Icons, stepping on pythons, spitting that cayenne, eat you like cyan, peeking at the skyline, reaching for the stars like I'm reaching for the pylon. I sent you on the sideline, you need to walk a fine line, you need to read the guidelines instead of reading the timeline. Where everybody like line, nobody flow like mine. I'm sunning these niggas, got me coaching niggas like crime. Tongue, I never bite mine, got dough like taekwondo. To spend all this money, I'ma have to spend a lifetime. Broke can't even buy time, should throw niggas a lifeline. No money on my mind, and I be on your wife's mind. I hit her with the pipe bomb, then pass it down the pipeline. But actually, we quite fine. Diamonds on me sparkling and splashing like some white wine. They love me in the nighttime, they hate me when the light shine. Shots, I got a hundred, the problems, I got 99. Boo got it by run, take off with no flight time. Babbage on the passenger side, she don't even like flying. Booty soft as nightline, you niggas small as my crime. I got a black Nina that get nasty as a white blind. Low credit, high crime, open mind, tight rhymes. When they hit my lines, these rappers gotta catch up like Hans. Weezy my Slime knives, ain't nobody like eyes, like bygones. Gotta let icons be icons. Hi, moms. Hi, mom. Nigga. That n- nigga said he she get nastier than white blondes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he when he said get dough like Taekwondo, nah, that, that shit hit me. <laughs> you know, I, I, I was a Taekwondo dude back in the day. A Taekwondo line is hard. <laughs> Taekwondo, nigga. <laughs> Yo, that is. This nigga don't heard that. Say, what he know about that, man? <laughs> like Taekwondo. He wasn't that for the yellow belt. <laughs> yeah, man. That that dude Wayne. He's he's crazy, bro. I, f- I feel like at this point in his career, like he only has the ability to like focus on one verse at a time. And, mm-hmm. But when he drops his own projects, it's just it comes off mid. But I hope that's changing with his next couple of joints that he's dropping. Yeah, he got a uh, the fix or something coming out next the week. Fix before the six. Yeah, and then uh, then we get Jersey the week after. So, uh, but yeah, let's get into music, man. If we don't have anything else to talk about, I just want to play that real quick, man. New capabilities, man. We got to test them mm-hmm. out, dog. I'm liking that. Uh, all right, man. Uh, Scarlet Doja Cat, man. Everybody's been waiting. This is Rap Doja. I got, what are we thinking about it, man? Uh, on first listen, listen, I didn't hate it. Um, I don't necessarily love it. I like the. It, it seemed like she was rapping the first half, and then towards the end, it kind of got a little bit more in her singing bag. Um, mm. 
the first couple of songs, I'm like, nah, this ain't for me, man. I'm <laughs> <be> honest. This, <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna be able to make it through this joint. But it it, it started to get a little better. I think around ninety seven, is it ninety seven Cooper, ninety seven something something ninety seven. Yeah, yeah. That that one was that was hard. Um and then Agora Hills. Is that mm-hmm. that one is cold. That I really like that song. I think that's my favorite song on the album. Um but I thought it was cool. It was cool. I've never been a huge Doja Cat fan like that, but um, it, it it wasn't garbage to me. Okay. Yeah, I didn't bother. I, well, not I didn't bother, but I was going to wait to see what y'all had to say about it. Again, I, I hadn't rushed to any of the singles. Um, I, I've, honestly, I probably had tried not to listen to them. I, I do like Doja Cat's albums. Um, I don't think I... The one before Planet Her was the one I really, really fucked with. Mm. Uh, I can't remember which one it was called. Pink, that pink, the pink one? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, no, that shit was hard. Um, so, yeah, again, it's all rap. I don't know how I feel about it, but I'll, I'll give it a chance. Yeah, I felt the same way. Uh, Paint the Town Red was okay. I really don't like, love the song, but it's, I kept it. Um, and then after that, she went on a run of straight mid <laughs> for like the next five songs. And then, like Dona said, 97 is where it picked up. 97, Gun, Go Off, Shut Your, Can't Wait. All those songs are pretty good. I think my favorite songs off there were uh, Gun and Shut Your. Uh So it wasn't terrible. Like, once once she got into the singing slash rapping, it got, actually got pretty good. It was some pretty good songs on here. But, yeah, that first five or six songs I was like yo <laughs> what is this it just sounded so, like some white boy skater rap bro that was like yeah man I, uh, I was not a fan of that bullshit I mean she she stated off her uh, influences I think we talked about it before like she like influenced by like dead prez and shit like that and <laughs> MF doom yeah that type of motherfucker so uh, it was okay it was average Nah, I'm nothing special by nothing, nothing too crazy. Uh, Lil Tecca drop tech. This was actually pretty good. I, I didn't listen to it, but I I, I like mess with Lil Tecca to an extent. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, I was I wasn't surprised because I I mean I, I got some songs that I fuck with Lil Tecca off of, but I didn't know he could put together. I would say the most surprising thing is how well all the songs flow into each other. I don't know if that's on the engineer or that was a conscious decision by Tekka, but I really like the fact that he did that because it makes it feel cohesive. And there's some very good songs on here that Heaven on Earth with Kodak. uh, It's really good. It's another song on here that 500 pounds. That was the first single, though. Uh, Y'all might have heard that before. Mm. So, but yeah, I would suggest checking that out. I'm going to listen to it. Uh, and Earth Gang dropped the EP R.I.P. Human Art it was okay the last two songs was straight need to check that out Earth Gang usually gives us a couple good tracks yeah it was, it was like two two solid tracks there was only five on there but it was like two songs that I took away that's pretty good Uh, outside of that anything else any singles or category Fires where you at single Ooh, yeah, Brent making some amazing music right now, bro. Yeah, I fucked with that. Can't lie. Uh, slow week. I'm trying to think if there are any other singles that came out for real. I don't think so. All right. Well, 
if we don't got another singles, I think we can go into uh, some uh, shout outs. What we got? Uh, my shout out is to man, shout out to Shannon Sharp for for being slightly unhinged, man. For he sat down, or an old clip came up with him and D Wade, and he asked D Wade, you know, what was harder, you know, telling Gabby about your secret love child or losing in the finals. <laughs> D Wade didn't look that confused, so he instantly said, "Telling about the child." But uh, <laughs> what, why did that even come up? Said it home. <laughs> Yeah, you know I'm still married to her, right? <laughs> I would say, why, why, why would he do this? Oh, man. That's crazy. Uh, All right. Uh, don't know what you got, uh, bro. Hmm, 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 hmm. Who am I going to shout out, man? I'm going to shout out the Packers, man. Because the Bears, I, I don't know what the fuck y'all are doing, man. I'm, I'm, I'm so upset at the Bears right now. I'm, I'm, I'm shouting out. Uh, the arch nemesis, though. Like, what's I don't know what's happening. I don't know what y'all doing, but can y'all please get it together for my sanity, bro? I can't keep up with all this stuff that's going on. Justin, you need to shut the fuck up. I'm sorry. You you don't have room to. No, no, I'm sorry. He doesn't have room to talk about anything. I don't want to hear about that coaching stuff. I I think he apologized or whatever, but you shouldn't have been saying anything other than I'm going to work on it. That's all I want to hear from you. Uh, you, You gonna work on your shit. That one dude. That's true, but I'm going to ask you this, Mm -hmm. though. Do you don't you agree that some of this is coaching? Like you're not running design runs for a Michael Vick type player. No, a thousand percent. I feel like this is it's it's all everyone has a part to play in how trash they are. But it's just Justin doesn't have room to like to move blame from anybody but himself right now. It just doesn't look good. Just be like, yo, hey, I'm I'm gonna figure it out. You know, it is what it is, but we're going to work on getting this right. You don't have you, you can't call people out at this point in your career, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think he has the worst winning percentage of all time by quarterback. Yeah, you got to you, you got to relax, man. You got to know the role. And I don't know what's going on with them. Why they uh, did did it come out about dude that they fired? Alvin. It's been like like uh, conflicting reports mm-hmm. because. First, it came out like both Hollis Hall and that's where the Bears, um, for the people that don't know, that's where the Bears are stationed or whatever you want to call it. Uh, Hollis Hall and Allen, what's that name's last name? Yeah, Williams. Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both his house and Hollis Hall got raided. Then people came out and said, no, they it didn't get raided. Then Pat McAfee came on the show and said, it in fact did, his house in fact did get raided. And so he says he has it on good sources that his house did get raided, and that's why he was fired or he quote unquote resigned. Um, then Eberflus came out in a press conference yesterday and said none of that stuff is true. So I just don't know what to believe, but something is going on. I feel like that, that when that happened, and then when they cut uh, Peterman. I, th- I thought something. I, I thought these niggas was like real. Yeah, I thought something's going on. These these do like yeah. <laughs> rob the Bears facility because that hundred K was missing. I'm like, okay. Uh, no, they lost a hundred K in what was it like lawn equipment? Yeah, these niggas so bad. It's so unserious. Yeah, like, Bears, please. Just I don't, I don't even care if y'all y'all clearly not making the playoffs. But if y'all could just put some quality wins together, make me feel good about supporting y'all in some capacity, please. I'd appreciate it. You gonna have to feel hey, good Caleb about a Williams new coach and a, you gonna have to feel good about a new coach and co- coach and quarterback next year. Yeah, unfortunately. 
I like Justin too. I, I wanted it to work out, but I don't think he has a chance no more. Yeah. I think they ready to get up off him. Uh, shout out my shout outs. Uh, damn, do I really have one? Uh, yeah, hey, shout out to Lamar, man. Um, you see how they making all these excuses for other niggas when they playing trash, but when you playing good, they don't have no excuses. So, shout out to you. Keep doing your thing, man. Oh shit, man! Shout out to the boss man too. By the time this drop, oh, oh yeah, around yeah. that time, day before his birthday. Yeah, man. Man. Yeah, one, two, three. Yeah, it'll be twenty six. Yeah, so happy birthday to the boss, man. Man, uh, can't forget that. Happy B day, legend. Yeah, I know he turned it up up uh, there. Yeah. <laughs> what he got to drink? I'm trying to think. <laughs> <laughs> the rocks. I don't know. <laughs> Paul Masson. Shit. Oh. Some Pimo, some Peach yeah. Polly, man. Yeah. Shout out to my nigga. You pour some Peach Polly out. You gonna put a hole in the ass for? <laughs> 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 yeah man but uh yeah man anything else to say before we get up out of here uh-huh. oh man good part yeah for sure alright man well we appreciate y'all for listening like always man we hope y'all have an amazing week uh, thank y'all for listening and we'll catch y'all on the next one my little boss man happy birthday bro